Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm always so very, very grateful. I don't take for granted the fact that you are spending your very valuable time with me. So thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today I want to address and answer the question for you. Does appearance matter? Does appearance matter as a leader? And you know, this came to mind because I was recalling just the other day a training that I went to many years ago. It was really early on in my corporate career. I went to a training program. It was, I think, two-day workshop. And the focus of that training workshop, it was supposedly a leadership workshop, but the focus of that two-day training was about appearance and lots and lots of details about appearance. And and if I recall correctly, the title of the training was Perfecting Executive Presence was the name of the, the workshop. And it was just, I don't know, it was a waste of time, honestly, for me. But it left me kind of with this question that as a leader, does appearance even matter? And, you know, in my career, in my, in my leadership career, I, I've shared with you you all before on the podcast I began my leadership career back in 1993 in the United States Marine Corps. And the benefit of learning leadership in the military, one of the benefits, is the fact that you are all in the exact same uniform. Every single one of you are dressed alike. However, having said that, I would say that Marines were able to differentiate themselves based on how well they prepared the uniform that we were wearing at the time. Now, we had different uniforms that we would wear for different reasons at different times and different occasions and different duties and so forth. But for the most part, depending on what your job is, what your MOS is, for the most part, Marines on a daily basis are going to wear what we called camis at the time. I don't know if they still call them that now, but your camouflage utility uniform, that is typically what you're going to wear on a daily basis as a Marine. But there were techniques, there were things that you could do to make sure that your camouflage utility uniform was more squared away than other Marines, right? And that was very important as a leader that you and your uniform were squared away, that you looked good, that your uniform looked good. That was very, very important. It was emphasized in the military. And there were things that we could do to our uniform. So for instance, we would always iron or press our camouflage utilities, even though we may be going out to the field in them and so forth, uh, training, uh, we're going to get them incredibly dirty and, and things like that. But we would at least begin the day, begin our time of training with properly pressed camouflage utilities, wearing those. And we would do crazy things, actually. We would starch and iron those camouflage utilities to the point, I saw some guys, they would starch and press their camouflage pants 
to the point that they would actually stand up on their own. You could kind of fluff them out and stand them up and the pants would stand up on their own. There are uh, cargo pockets on the thigh, on the outside thigh of each leg. And we would starch and press those pockets so flat that they wouldn't open properly, right? You kind of had to force them open, kind of unglue them, if you will, to get them to open, right? And you've all heard the stories about the spit shining of the boots so that they have a, you know, a really high gloss shine on them and, and the brass buckle of your belt and all sorts of things that we would do for the purpose of making sure that our uniform was as what we called squared away was as squared away as possible. And the reason for that is because the answer to the question, does appearance matter? The answer to that question, the short answer to that question is, yes, it matters. But I would contend, and I want to share with you here in this podcast episode, that it probably doesn't matter as much as you might think. And it probably matters in different ways than you probably think. So I talked about this two-day workshop that I went to when uh, I was very early on in my corporate career, in my corporate uh, leadership career. In fact, I, I went to my boss and I I asked for, you know, some type of leadership training, right? I, I felt like I was a really good software developer. That was one of the reasons that I'd been quickly promoted to leadership because I was a good software developer, a good team member. And so I went to my boss and said, hey, look, does the company have any sort of leadership training or do you recommend some third-party vendor of leadership training that I can go and attend leadership? And he seemed very excited at the idea that I was asking for such training and he seemed eager to send me to this two-day workshop that was in-house. We had a training department and this training department had created this leadership course called Perfecting Your Executive Presence. And so I went to this two-day course And again, it was all about your appearance. It didn't teach me at all how to be a leader or to act like a leader. Instead, it focused on teaching me how to look like a leader. And so it talked about uh, this in this workshop. They talked about our fashion, our clothing. Now, I should say here from the onset of this podcast episode, I am not the person that you should get your fashion advice from. Definitely not that person, okay? So I'm not at all going to give you any type of fashion advice because that's just not my nature. And I didn't learn anything in that two-day workshop that changed anything about how I tend to dress anyway. But the workshop itself, it was really focused on your appearance, how you looked, how you dressed. It also focused on, you know, when you're in a conference room with a group of people, As the leader, where should you sit? Should you sit at the head of the table, at the end of the table somewhere? Should you sit in the middle so that your team is surrounding you? And it talked about these different scenarios and situations and where you should be. And even the the workshop even focused on body language. And and listen, I I agree. I understand body language is important as it relates to communication and all. I, I get all that. I'm not downplaying any of that. But my struggle here was this two day workshop, spent two days here. This two-day workshop was entirely focused on how to teach me to look like a leader. Not once did this workshop talk about how to be a leader. 
only how to look like a leader. And so just the thought, you know, as I was reminiscing and thinking back on that training that I endured, I thought it was relevant to bring to this podcast audience this idea of, well, does your appearance matter when you're in leadership? And again, the answer is yes, but I think it probably matters less than you might think, and it probably matters in different ways than you're probably thinking about. And so what I wanted to do is I want to describe for you a few scenarios or or a few examples of how I believe your appearance as a leader does matter to your leadership effectiveness. Now, one of the things I remember in that workshop is that they really talked about and focused on what impression does my appearance leave on my team members, right? So if if I'm looking good, if I'm looking sharp, if I'm looking squared away, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, if I'm looking squared away, well, then what impression does that leave on my team members, right? But I would submit to you that there's more value and there's more impact probably to the way that that your appearance affects you, as the leader, right? Not so much your team members, but how your appearance affects you as a leader. You know, we're just coming off of, well, I don't know if we're coming off of this COVID pandemic thing or not. It's hard to tell, right? But here in in 2020 and in 2021 and in some of 2022, all of us across the world, we've experienced this COVID pandemic. And in large part, what this has done is it's driven us all home. So we're we're being forced to work remotely. We're being forced to lead our teams remotely. And in a lot of cases, what that has caused, that's caused us to be at home working completely alone. And because we're at home working completely alone, many of us, myself included, many of us have lowered our standards of attire, of dressing well back when we were going into the office then, you know, we were making sure that we were wearing a collared shirt, that we were wearing, you know, trousers or, or some type of pants and nice shoes. And we were making sure that all of that was ironed appropriately. We weren't going to the office like a wrinkle bomb, uh, another term we used in the Marine Corps. We're not going looking like a wrinkle bomb with all of our clothes all wrinkled, right? So we used to do all of those things. But now that we are in the midst of this COVID Uh, pandemic and we're at home and we're working alone, we've lowered those standards. So we may get up in the morning and when we get prepared for the workday, we're just throwing on a t-shirt or a pair of shorts, or maybe we're working in our pajamas, some of us, right? But I think surely if that's the case, if you're doing that, you've probably recognized how your lowering of your standards related to your dress, related to your attire, how that's also impacted your energy, probably, your confidence as well. So the impact or the impression or the significance of the impression that your appearance makes is, I believe, actually a greater impression on you, on yourself, than it is on those that you're leading. It just has many more benefits for you than it does probably for those that you're leading. I think we've probably also all experienced this situation where there's an occasion or there's an event and it's a bit of a more fancy event. Maybe it's a wedding you're going to or something like that. And 
And sure, the event itself carries with it this energy. But when you're getting ready to go to that event and you're putting on your very best clothing, right? you're getting dressed properly for us guys, you're shaving well. For you ladies, you're probably doing your hair well. And you're getting out your best clothing. It's properly ironed and cleaned and all of those things. And you're getting dressed. You just recognize the energy that gives you. You recognize the excitement that gives you, right? So again, that's the psychological impression that that is creating for you. It's giving you confidence. It's giving you energy. It's giving you motivation. And so just recognize that your appearance matters and the impression that your appearance leaves, it matters, but it probably matters more to you than it does to those that you're leading. And again, that completely goes against what I had learned many years ago in that two-day workshop on perfecting my executive presence. So that's the first thing I would share with you is the impression that it leaves on you is probably more impactful, more beneficial than your appearance leaving on your team members. And then also I would say this, the real impression that your appearance is leaving with your team. Because yes, your appearance does leave an impression on your team. I don't think that impression is as impactful on them as the impression is impactful on you, but it does leave an impression on your team, okay? Your team members, when they see you and they see your appearance, there is an impression that is left with them, right? And again, it it was one of those reasons in the Marine Corps that we tried to be really, really squared away as leaders. Because even though we were all in the exact same uniform, we wanted our uniform to look slightly better than those we're leading because it leaves with them an impression. But I believe that the impression that it leaves is probably different than what you have in mind. Again, the executive present course that I went to, it was all about the impression that your appearance leaves on your team members is one of you are in control. You know, you you are commanding the situation, you're commanding the room, and your appearance gave your team members this sense of authority. And I don't believe that's so much the case that your appearance is going to convey or give to this impression to your team members that you're in charge, you are in authority, you're commanding the situation. But there is a distinct impression that your appearance, I believe, is giving to your team members. Now, this is that impression. You have heard me say, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me say that as a leader, it is your responsibility to provide for your team members every single day the very best version of yourself that you possibly can. And I've always said that In order to provide the best version of yourself, you're going to have to eat well. You're going to have to rest well, get the right amount of sleep. And, you know, you're going to have to take care of yourself so that you can show up every day giving your team members the very best version of you. Okay. Well, your appearance in front of your team members really tells the story on how well you're doing that. It tells the story, it gives the impression to your team members just how well you're taking care of yourself. So think about it this way. If you show up at work and you are wearing kind of the the bare minimum maybe as it relates to 
the clothing standards within your corporate office. But then also your clothing, it, it's not ironed. It, it has, it's got wrinkles all over it. The collar's all twisted up and torn up, right? Your shirt maybe is, is either not tucked in at all, or it's half tucked in or it just, right? You're wearing what you're supposed to be wearing for the guidelines and the rules of the office, but your appearance is very unkept, right? Well, what impression is that giving to your team members? That's giving the impression to your team members that you're not doing a good job of taking care of yourself, right? You're not concerning yourself at all with the wrinkles that are in your clothing. You're not at all concerned with the fact that your collar is all twisted up or your shirt is not tucked in. You're not concerned with those things. Therefore, you're not concerned with taking care of yourself. And somewhat unconsciously, what that conveys to your team members is that you don't care enough to take care of yourself in order to provide the best possible leadership that you can provide for your team. Right now, they're not necessarily going to say that. They're not even necessarily going to consciously uh, think that, well, you're not delivering the best version of yourself because you're not ironing your shirt. They're not necessarily going to connect those dots, but that is the impression that your appearance gives to your team members. But the good news is the opposite is true as well, right? So when you show up and your shirt is properly ironed and your shirt is tucked in well, you look not, not just your clothing, but you look you look rested, you look energized, you've, you know, shaved and you've fixed your hair appropriately, right? When you look energized and and shaven and healthy and and your clothes are looking good, that conveys to your team that you are taking care of yourself. And if you're taking care of yourself, then you have the potential to provide for them the very best version of you that you possibly can. And therefore you can give them the best leadership that you possibly can. And that's the impression that it leaves on your team is how much do you care about them and how much do you care about providing for them the very best leadership that you possibly can. That's what your impression is leaving on your team members. Now, also, I wanted to talk a little bit also about, again, because in that workshop, as we talked about attire, as we talked about the clothing that we would wear, you know, they talked about how not just making sure that, you know, you're not full of wrinkles and things like that, but also what you would actually wear, right? And so we talked about, for instance, if in your office, well, this was all internal, so they knew that this wasn't the case. In our office, we didn't have to wear a, a sports coat or a jacket, right? Us guys. And so they talked about, well, maybe you should wear a sports coat because you're differentiating yourself now, right? Everybody else is in slacks and and some type of collared shirt, but here you are also in a coat. And they went even more elaborate than that. I remember one time we got off into a discussion of cufflinks. I think I've worn cufflinks once in my life, and I think that was in high school with a tuxedo that I had rented, and it came with cufflinks, right? But we got onto this conversation about cufflinks, and should you wear, you know, these button-down uh, collared shirts and cufflinks? And it was just, it was an effort to say what you're wearing should differentiate you from your team members. Well, again, I would submit to you that this is one of the benefits 
that I learned leadership in the military because, again, we were all wearing the exact same uniform. I wasn't allowed to wear a different uniform or I wasn't allowed to add anything to my uniform that the other members of my team were allowed to wear, right? So that was a benefit here because one thing that you have to recognize that if you are so concerning yourself with the attire that you're wearing, what you're wearing, as a leader, you have to be really, really careful because you can begin to overdress and that will hinder your leadership. I believe that it's probably better to underdress, but look good, look like you've, you're taking care of yourself. It's probably better, in my opinion, to underdress, but be well-kept and squared away than it is to be overdressed. And here's the reason I say that. You have to recognize that as a leader, the organizational chart has in it this artificial boundary that is already making it difficult for your team members to build a relationship with you. And that is making it difficult for your team members to properly relate to you, okay? You're the leader. They don't necessarily know how you got into leadership. They don't know your story. They don't know you very well. And in the organizational chart is already putting this artificial boundary between the two of you that's making it difficult for them to relate to you, making it difficult for them to approach you and build a relationship with you. And if you differentiate yourself in appearance, that's going to make that even more difficult for your team members to relate to you and certainly to build a relationship with you. I've said it many times on this podcast. Again, if you've listened to it for any length of time, you've heard me say that leadership is about relationship. And I've always said that it is your responsibility as the leader to be intentional and do the activities necessary to build good relationships with your team members. And I put the ownership and the responsibility of that completely on the leader because of this organizational boundary that's going to prevent your team members from building relationships with you. Well, you don't want to make that even worse or, or even more difficult by having this separation, by having this differentiation between the way you look and the way your team members look. So it's important here that you you dress appropriately. You dress to somewhat match the team members that you are leading. Now, again, you can look like it's not a competition. You're not trying to look better than your team members in your dress, in your attire. This is not a competition. But you do want to look good in the attire that you are wearing, whatever that is, whatever the job situation is. You want to be dressed like those team members that you're leading, and then you simply want to take the additional effort, the additional care, the additional time to have whatever that is that you're wearing properly squared away for it to be looking good in appearance because you do not want to overdress because when you overdress, it's going to make building relationships as a leader even more difficult. And that is not what you want. So again, I would submit to you that it's actually better to be underdressed than it is to be overdressed, right? So just a few tips there, just a few explanations of the impressions that that your appearance is going to make on yourself, on you and on your team members, but also just this idea or this warning, be careful 
that you don't adopt this attitude of overdressive and trying to impress your team by overdressing, looking like the authority, looking like you're in control, looking like you are in command. That is not the intention of your appearance. Your appearance should only convey to your team that you care enough to take care of yourself so that you can provide for them the very best possible leadership that you can. That's what you want to convey with your appearance. So does appearance matter? Yes, but probably less than you might think and differently than you probably think as well. So I hope that's helped you in answering that question, does appearance matter? Hey, before I let you go, I just wanted to remind you, here we are, we're right at the end of March. And if you're not careful, you're going to miss this opportunity for a 50% discount on our Leadership Accelerator course. I told you in previous episodes, if you listen to those, that I am a huge fan of college basketball. And here in the United States, here in the month of March and early April, there is the big NCAA tournament at the end of the college basketball season. We call it March Madness here in the United States. And we're coming in on the end of that now, actually. Here in the month of March, you can get a 50% discount on our Leadership Accelerator course by using the promo code MADNESS. But that promo code will end at the end of March. So you have literally now two days, a day and a half, two days to take advantage of that if you're listening to this as soon as this episode comes out. So be sure you take advantage of that. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator and you'll see the online course during checkout. You can use the the promo code madness and you'll get a 50% discount. So I hope you will take advantage of that. And I hope you're watching March Madness, the college basketball tournament as well. I thoroughly enjoy it. Hey, if you are watching it and you've got a you know a unique spin on it or a unique pick, who knew St. Peter's was gonna go as far? So if you've got a a unique spin or, or a comment about March Madness, about the tournament, I welcome you to send me a note on that. Shoot me an email, michael at credibleleaders.com. I'd love to talk basketball with you if that's of interest to you. Hey, again, I hope I've helped you out here with this question of does appearance matter for this particular episode of the podcast. Until I speak to you again next week, I have a really exciting topic to share with you next week with a special guest. So be sure you're subscribed and be sure you tune in next week. You will not want to miss it. But until I speak to you again, then know that I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.